So sweet, I'm going to talk about the Mortal Hulk number three that came out today. Um, I'm really liking this series. Um, it, it's got a really uh, creature feature kind of feel to it, monster of the week kind of uh, feel. Um, Hulk is sadistic, intelligent. He's, they're, they're doing a great job with the story on these. Um, Hulk the, is smarter than Bruce now. Yeah, that's yeah. But they they make a point of saying that in huh. in one of the books that that uh, Banner you know may have never recovered from the injury that killed him. Um, that that would have been a Hawkeye putting an arrow through his head, specialized arrow that Banner designed. Oh. Yeah, and he didn't quite heal fully. He was still very intelligent, you know, and uh, nuclear physicist he can handle. But the genius stuff beyond that was just eluding him, and he feels like. Uh, I think it was an issue too. He said, "I feel like the Hulk is smarter than me right now." Um, we find out in this series that uh, that yeah, that's a re recurring theme. Um, Banner can die every day, but when the night comes, it's it's Hulk's turn, you know, to to come back and do things. And he's kind of been leaving his own brand of justice, a trail of his own you know brand of justice behind him, um, and getting noticed. More and more, mm -hmm. they uh, they name a a reporter named McGee in the second book, which has been the uh, reporter the the whole time along from the first book. I just hadn't put it together till this third issue, um, which is a character I believe that originated on the nineteen seventies uh, Bill Bixby Incredible Hulk TV show. So I, I like those touches on on the book while keeping it fresh and new and making. Uh, giving the Hulk a more cerebral approach and that type of thing. Um, it is, we've been saying this together for a couple of days. The first issue, um, it was very horror, very yeah. story-driven. Yeah. Um, a lot of Very evil. creature feature, not a lot of Hulk yeah. in these. No, but, but when limited you do get shots. the Hulk, you get the, it gets the point. It's, it, takes, it tells the story what you're needing it to. And it's just, I agree. I have my notes here. Is sadistic. He is enjoying the punishment yeah, that he, he's putting in his own brand. Of evil grin on his face the whole time while he's doing these things. You know. Um, but um, very episodic. The, every, yeah. the issue two felt like. I mean, each one. Uh, you were saying like you know, a lot of cliffhangers in a lot of series lately that right. have kind of been a little frustrating. We just kind of like standalone stories give yeah. us some of that type yeah. of stuff and. This these hosts, I mean, overarching story. Yeah, yeah. But each one feels standalone. They're like yeah. episodic, like the old seventies yeah, TV show. Exactly, which, which is I a great watched. touch. No, it, but it is, but it's a nice touch to bring to to a new approach. Well, not exactly new, but this approach, the approach that they're bringing to this. Uh, this is the first uh, volume of the Immortal Hulk. The is the title, um, and and there's a lot of meaning behind that. There's a lot of it. Um, I will say this, uh, I, I like what they're doing with the whole immortal Hulk angle where Banner can't, can get killed, but Hulk is immortal. He can't die. Hulk won't let him die. Right. And I, going off a little bit here, I remember reading back a couple of years, uh, maybe a decade ago, there was a, a, a lot of the end 
Marvel storylines. Marvel the end? Yeah, question where they kind of like pushed the characters to the very end of their existence. And right. Hulk's was one of the. And I, seriously, if you could find this book, read this book because it's got some real graphic, real awesome art. So you just feel for the Hulk. You feel for Bruce Banner. Isn't um, that when he becomes a maestro? No, this one's different. Is he's at the end of time. There's really nothing left but these flesh-eating creatures that attack him every night huh. you know, as the Hulk, and then just consume everything. Yeah, out of him. Right, and, right. Or and he when he gets eaten, he just regenerates and comes back. Bruce Banner, like every night, tries to shoot himself in the head. And yeah. He, when he gets stopped by the Hulk, saying "Nah, nah," which they've indicated a lot in the series, and I like that. And this kind of makes me think of that, like. This could go in that that direction. They did a lot of them like Wolverine, the Hulk, the end, and the Hulk, the end. But I like this one. It's it's really playing into that. His he can't kill the Hulk. The Hulk is there, and now the Hulk is um, having a more driving role yeah. in his existence. Where Bruce is kind of like I, he just wants to be left alone. This one, the Hulk's like kind of guiding him in a way. He's got yeah. The the second issue does a great job of of describing it as an itch that he feels and he reacts to that itch like a hunch and when the hunch grows the itch grows stronger and I think he points out that the itch is in the exact location where, where the arrow entered his, entered his head and he knows that the itch is coming from, from well, the Hulk um, wanting to come out or wanting to, to like like you say guide him somewhere and I think that was a really cool uh, a cool way to paint that Pretty much so. Um, on this issue, the current issue, number three. Yeah. I really liked, um, I don't know what they were trying to do. Maybe the homages to different eras. There were several different art styles. Yeah, different art told. styles. Third-person point of view kind of stories, in which I, I really I really dug this issue also. Eyewitness yeah. accounts. Yeah, yeah eyewitness accounts, exactly. Uh, which led to a lot of belt as a that's the other ones have very episodic. I could see these on TV screen translated yeah. out. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But my big takeaway was the the, the first little transition over to was a you know Silver Age, Golden Age, yeah, looking whole panel style of the way it was drawn. Um, guys, like, well, I gotta tell you about this story. I happened to me, you know, the cop telling the. I solved a robbery type thing. But yeah, it he was, was done in the old style, like bang, boom, we'll get you. Yeah, it's cool. and he was thrilled to have had an experience that that uh, included Hulk. You know, uh, he's an Avenger and he's been in movies. The monster, he's not the <laughs> yeah. monster, um, but which is contradictory towards the positive. But then you also see in the same episode, right. which drawn from a different artist's artistic point of view, the darker side where. There is somebody that's causing issue. I liked also the villain, which really wasn't really the villain. It was just a, and the, the consistently from each one of these episodes, it's a gamma radiated individual or yeah. radiated individual, which yeah. I think fits like why that itch is there. He's being drawn to that to clean up the mess. The Hulk is like, I can right. be the only one. Um, that can right. be only one. I can only be the only strong one with, and the gamma has made me strong. So right, destroy all the other ones. Um, but yeah, they kind of led into the, like the different points of view were fun, right? Um, different perspectives, and the art styles kind of led to that. Uh, what do you think? No, th yeah, definitely. I I love the way that they that they uh 
told the story not only with with the different accounts, but yet the different art styles that apply that they applied to those uh, witnesses, um, and they fit. It did well to fit the story that the witness was telling. You know, th there was some basic drawing. There was some, like Sudan had mentioned, there were some dark images of Hulk, um, a classic uh, Silver Age uh, appearance from one of them. And, and one, I, I believe one of them was a priest um, that, that gave a witness account. And, he, you know, that art style was a little bit of both. You know, he... he uh, kind of saw Hulk as a hero, but also saw him as a demonic uh, representation, the, the incarnation of the devil himself, I think, even though he was a savior in a certain situation. Which led into the sadistic side where the Hulk goes, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, exactly. yeah, he's, yeah somebody, somebody in the priest situation says, oh my God, you're him, you're the devil himself, and... He's like, you're goddamn right, I am. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's evil grin, everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, crushed his kids' hands. Right? This is, yeah, this is the sadistic side. Like, um, kid shot somebody in the first issue, and um, yeah, and that one, that one, I, I loved. It didn't, it didn't have much to do with the radiation, but it did have the. Uh, he was in of, that situation, and Hulk reacted. Yeah, and, and Hulk's kind of painting a very black and white uh, little gray area between things you've done bad, you're going to pay for it. And you screwed up, I'm here to take care of that for you. And it, and it's pretty cool. I, I, I can't necessarily give you the pain exactly that you gave to this one, but I will crush you. Like, yeah. He yeah. completely crushes every bone in this kid's body. Yeah. Leaves him basically just in that state. In that first issue, yeah. The like the like comatose bleeding. To second, death and second one was an old guy who, who those the backstory was a misleading he was mistaken of course deluded right. by the trying to save his son or something. he was he trying to protect his kid or something. yeah trying to protect his kid he uh he was a doctor who worked with gamma radiation um and he actually secretly um coveted Bruce Banner's work because he had a fear of death since uh, he'd lost his wife. He'd made a couple uh, improvements to to gamma radiation treatment for cancer and things like that. But he started he, dosing his son. Yeah, and he well he started dosing himself secretly mm. while he's working on a way to prevent death. You know, to everlasting to give himself everlasting life, based off of the whole uh, Bruce Banner mythos that he's the being that can't be killed. So he wants that for himself. Um, and within, I think he, in that issue, within the first months, he sees, like, amazing changes. He's got a gamma healing factor. He's in the best health he's been in a decade and, and all this kind of stuff and whatever. So he uh, he looks to give the uh, the injection, the gamma injection to his son, who's a high school uh, quarterback and is looking to turn pro here soon. Um, but the effects of that, go bad immediately negatively and he ends up dying yeah he ends up dying um you know they, they ride it off to a freak accident and stuff but uh but then and then the effects start hitting the doctor later and he, he does ghost-like and super radioactive he kind of gets his wish he gets his wish to where he's like he can't be killed exactly or he's not he can't die 
but he is radiating super high levels of of gamma radiation, killing anybody he comes in contact with. And that like Hulk is not okay with. Yeah, yeah, he gets angry at this. He's like, oh, this is all, I'm all about this. This is the thing that he felt, that itch um, from this town. He was on a ground, and they pulled over at a stop, and he got off on this, uh, on this stop because he felt that itch, and it was that connection with the camera radiation. And, and it was just a great ending, great finish in my opinion. He wound, wound up, uh, he's like, you put your son in the ground, he was radiated, people that mourned him went away with radiation poisoning. People died and mourned them. It's a chain of grief, you know, Ooh, um, which like is, that. yeah, it's, it, this old guy, old, old dude in town, um, he went to ask questions about what had happened, Bruce did, and this old guy in town, it's a chain of grief. This is exactly what happened. You know, people fall apart because somebody dies and it just affects more and more people. And, and it was pretty much that, just, you know, like the gamma, yeah, yeah, gamma radiation. Emotional. Yeah, and, and the book, it, I know we're on number three, but the, the book number two finishes off with uh, Hulk ripping off his limbs, you know, arms and legs and leaving him, you know, in, to, to just buried suffer. Alive. Bur- yeah, buried alive to just suffer. Oh. Um, but at the end of the book, I did just notice as I was looking through it again, um, they're exhuming Dell, uh, Dr. Fry, the doctor's son's body, um, because uh, Bruce had called the EPA, and they showed up in yeah. hazmat suits and whatever, and they, they're exhuming the body that he told them about, and the coffin bursts open, and the kid's like a walking gamma radiation zombie, and that, oh. that kind of, it le- it's kind of a cliffhanger ending, but it, it, it's still very episodic, uh, single uh, uh, occasion kind of thing, you mm-hmm. know, and, and overarching, overarching storylines being set up, but yeah. still individual episodics, which is super cool. Yeah, and they they uh, had mentioned McGee in in uh, the second issue, which is I, I think I might have mentioned before a character that originated on the TV yeah. show, um, and in the third issue she was she, she started off interviewing all of these uh, uh, the different witness accounts. She's interviewing them all and whatever, and taking taking everything down and kind of just following Hulk and trying to find him. Um, and she's she's a great character. McGee's a great character. I don't know that she's looking to hurt him. Just prove that no. he exists. Yeah, just prove prove that he's back. And maybe her angle is he's a hero. Let's make him a hero again. You know, let's reinstate him to that or whatever. You know, but she doesn't seem like a very ominous. Or dangerous character. It's Where's Amadeus Hulk. Cho in all this? Yeah, I don't know. There, I had that question earlier myself. The totally awesome Hulk. But the the thing that is screwing things up for, for Banner this time around is Hulk's destructive um, pattern that he's leaving behind him. And, and it's going to affect him negatively. And the then statistics it, side, the, the, the brutal... The, the um taking things in his old judge jury yeah judge jury execution he's not necessarily killing anybody but he's enacting some pretty permanent stuff and then the fact that he's completely uh, aware of what he's doing he's very uh, again very cerebral and and knows you know he can remember it now yeah that that could only serve to hurt him I think in in the future maybe maybe I don't know that may not be something that they touch on but that's that's what I'm speculating at this point um. And it, and it just kind of the 
third issue just kind of leaves off at that. They all give their different accounts. One, he's a hero. One, he's a villain. One is somewhere in between. And, uh, you know, and, and Bruce Banner's on the road again. He's, you know, he's been through Colorado, Arizona, uh, South Dakota. In this issue, Colorado was the first issue. Uh, Arizona was the second issue. South Dakota was his third issue. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I, I love that description too, episodic. It, it feels very much like that. And, and I'm digging the what they're doing with it. Um, who is, uh, who's writing right now? It's Ewing is the last name. E-W-I-N-G. And the artist is Bennett. Um, but I do not have that. Hot shot the human ray gun. Oh wait, actually, you know very what? golden era or golden age about it. Okay, yeah, no, I do. Oh, one second. Sorry, we can okay. circle back to this, right? Oh. Okay, so yeah, for this issue and the and the first three issues, and hopefully for a long time coming, because like I said, I'm really digging the book. Um, the writer is Al Ewing. And artist is Joe Bennett, and they're doing a wonderful job. Um, Ross, Alex Ross, has been doing the covers on these first three issues. Wonderful, beautiful artwork, um, always. I really by this like guy. the hot shot shot where it's very James Bondy, where you see the Hulk, he's got the hole through his entire abdomen, chest, and his kid's got the yeah. green glow from his finger, and that. They, yeah. I, I, normally you don't get that from the covers into the book, but they actually had that in the book. And yeah. Like, That's awesome. Dude yeah. got blasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and his skin, you know, and everything just quickly regenerated. It's it was uh it's great. Loving the book. Highly recommend picking up this title, especially since it's on on its uh, just its third. Issue. I'll be I'll be one hundred percent honest. The first issue, I'm telling you, I, I wasn't sure about it. I was like, I don't know if I want to keep this. Um, but now the second issue really drew me in. I was like, okay, it really feels really good. I like how they're doing the art on it, and the writing is really good. Um, I thought that was funny. The old style, the point of view from the old lady where she was in love with the pretty boy. Yeah, she was in love with the irradiated kid that he looked like James Dean. And <laughs> she was seeing the love where the priest song for a monster, a drugged out individual. And right. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, different light gets shed on, on, on the ways that he's portrayed by other people. Um, anyway, so what do we have left? We have the, um, not the Justice League, just Justice League to talk about. Um. The works. It doesn't say the on the thing. It is the Justice League. It does not say the. This just says Justice League. Justice League. That does just say Justice League. I told you. I mean, we could also say that it says the Justice League of America, but then we would also be lying. Or Justice League. That's I've heard it both ways. Yeah, <laughs> right. Anyways, <laughs> we're talking about this book here. Uh, um, it's fresh off the, tra- the 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 tale of no justice. Um, Sweet. And it says uh, the title of the the non Jim Lee cover: A New Era Begins. 
Which, but I have to say, I, I, on the the Virgin covers, mm-hmm. uh, the ones that DC's been doing for yeah, a lot like of their half semi Virgin covers, mm-hmm. well, they have no title on them. There, I really am digging a lot. Oh of yeah, it. yeah. It's, there was the Wonder Woman number fifty from this week was uh, beautiful, very majestic. Nice. I, no one, no, none of us picked it up, but it was, it was pretty. <laughs> I, I think her face was busted. Yeah. Your face is busted. <laughs> Very much. Wonder Anyways. Um, oh, look, there's the Jim Lee cover included in the digital. Fight <laughs> me, Sudan. Fight me, no. I'm a lover, not a fighter. So what is going on fresh off of that, that... Uh, no justice storyline. What's going on in Justice League? Um, so Martian Manhunter is sort of the the leader, the leader, right. not leader of mm-hmm. the Justice League currently. Um, it starts off with him, uh, t- just talking about the Justice League and the Hall of Justice, which Hall of Justice is super pretty, as we said earlier, and it is made from Kryptonian crystal. No. Oh. Look how pretty it is. Oh, that's very nice. Peachy. Not viewers, uh, listeners? Very listeners. nice. Listeners. <laughs> because um, you can't view things, but it is made out of, uh, is a calcite from the Butterfly Nebula, and Superman chose it because it catches and holds on to light in, um, in ways that earthly carbonites can't. Nice. It is, um... It apparently even glows in the nighttime, and that's awesome. It's kind of just like a beacon of, of light. Yeah, yeah, and you know. hope. Yeah, <laughs> light and hope. You know, like the yeah. Justice League. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, it starts off with Martian Manhunter talking about the Justice League and the Hall of Justice, and then goes sort of into just the middle of a fight. Oh. Uh, He's currently coordinating multi teams across the world with each member with. Wide variety of Justice League members. You know, you got Team Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Woo! And then you got Hot Hot Girl, and then Superman. Um, super cool to see. Like they're all across different parts of the world, and Manhunter is coordinating this this <laughs> defense of an attack on the planet of several different um. Neanderthal tribes that had uh, woken and coming up and are attacking the world. Every yeah. time I hear a hot girl, I think somebody's saying hot girl. I'm like, who's this hot girl? She's super hot. <laughs> Is she hot? <laughs> Is she really? <laughs> I mean, in the in the Jim Lee variant cover for number three, that's number three, right? Number three, yes. Number three, she's um, pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Pretty awesome looking. Pretty awesome. I'm liking the wings on it. Yep, the the metal wings. No, oh. which I did not know until like I read. I was like number three. They were talking about the metal wings. Yes. Hmm. When when Joker um um <laughs> getting there. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. What I didn't say anything. Yeah, no, it didn't happen. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the fight with the Neanderthals. <laughs> Neanderthals, we see them, they're coordinated attack, attacking cities, and who do we find out is the coordinator of these attacks? Well, uh, do you not want to talk about the Batman voices? Everyone doing their Batman voices? (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite part. Um, So, obviously, Barry Allen is is always a jokester and um, making making fun of people, so he uh, 
he finishes one of Bruce's sentences and does his best air quote Batman voice <laughs> and um, everyone follows suit very quickly including <laughs> you know Wonder Woman which is probably my favorite one mostly because she says uh, no help the others after all I'm the censored Wonder Woman and she asks Bruce how she did, and, and he sounds just very, very disappointed in everyone. And <laughs> this is my favorite. Um, Poor Batman. Leave that man alone. Leave Batman alone! <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah, that was fun to see during this the hectic scenes of them fighting. In some situations, they're getting beat. They're, they're kind of getting pushed back, and during the moments, you, you, know, you get the fun banter of, you know, Flash and all the other characters just picking on Batman. He's nice. so serious all the time. He's <laughs> a definite nice twist of Bat. You know, DC cannot always be serious. Oh no, they have some fun. Um, that kind of played in. I don't want to go too far into the new movie Justice League, but they had that kind of banter with that there. And I That's like cool. That. I, I like that. Yeah. It was fun. I don't care what anybody says. I love that movie. It was I great. very much enjoyed it. I could have done without Superman, but you know, that's, that's <laughs> DC in general. The Ezra Miller as the Flash. Yeah. yeah. I was not great. expecting, you know, to laugh that much at him or, or even enjoy the performance all that much because... He's not Barry Allen. <laughs> he's not Grant Gustin, which we all know and love from the TV show. Love is... We all know and all are know. somewhat indifferent to. Right? <laughs> I feel that the Ezra Miller Flash is going to be a little bit smarter once Flashpoint hits. It, it looks he, like he, he's not going to do it. He had that uh, I mean, that quick sense so. about him. You know, kind of, it kind of felt like his synapses were firing well, a little quicker. I mean, we already know that he has traveled through time, which is right. already going to mess things up. Martha! Oh, sorry, <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's it's Anyways. it's good to see that that they have that banter. They're keeping that into the comics still. Um, and that's cool that they keep Barry true, even though there is a lot of drama going on. Um, the only thing I have an issue with this one is, is I had to really suspend my disbelief as a geologist is when they <laughs> break up all the Earth's surface. <laughs> it's magic science. Oh, oh yeah, we use Swamp Thing to fix or reattach the world together. Oh, and Zatanna and Dr. Fate. We did it with love. <laughs> oh, you mean um, right before they blow up the moon? <laughs> yeah. What? Batman put bombs on the moon. Of course he did. Yeah, I mean, and then um, John had to... John, John had to... John. 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 Um, he, he had to you know, fix it, or, like, actually smash through the moon to destroy it because it was destroying the Earth, apparently. <laughs> uh, it was something that the villain, which, should we just say it? Should we just say it? Yeah, I mean, okay, so let's let's just skim through the book here. Skimming. Uh, we got the big reveal of, uh, oh, do you, uh, the death. You want to talk about that death? The death. one death? The... Uh. The death? 
I don't think he's dead, but well, he, Vandal Savage is I feel one. like Lex figured out a way to actually kill him <laughs> if oh. he's gonna oh. kill him. But why would they carry him away instead of drag him away? It just seems... <laughs> because they're nice. Uncouth. So yeah, Vandal Savage over time... I liked this. I, this this is a word I have took from this was the evolutionary warfare. Ooh. That one was super neat. That was a cool word I like. Um The Army of Neanderthals sent upon the world to destroy a bunch of stuff and do something to the moon. Um <laughs> so yeah, he's he Evans is in charge while Lex shows up yeah. and yeah, takes I, him out. I really like all of Lex's um, not banter, but his just his just talking of his what comments he's on every he's, situation. What he's gonna do? What he's yeah. doing? Why this is happening? He's yeah. a very he doesn't monologue too much, but he does kind of just get to explain like, himself yeah. like you or know in watch. a smart way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we by the end of the first issue, we have you know defeated, um, defeated all the Neanderthals and. Um, Fandle Savage is, is possibly, but most likely dead. Um, yes. killed by Lex Luthor, who, yes, who, who reveals his... His master plan, but I, I, like, really like this part. It's in the centerfold area that, um, there's the big reveal that Lex is stopping Vandal Savage from destroying the world, because Lex has his own plans for yeah. the world. Of course he does. Of course he does. And he says, um, because Vandal Savage was trying to make a, what was it, a, um, injustice gang. Yeah, injustice gang. When what he really needed was a damn legion. <laughs> and then Joker comes in and says, language Lex, there's <laughs> children listening somewhere. Because <laughs> it's freaked <laughs> out. But yeah, I just, I love this and the, the picture and um, obviously the the Legion of Doom is is the big reveal. Of, Which has uh, got a lot of the key players. Yeah, so in. we have, obviously, Lex Luthor, Joker, Sinestro, uh, Grodd, um, Black Manta, and Cheetah. I love that uh, that splash. That's yeah. awesome. Who is this? This is the... the um, no, Legion I'm sorry. The, the, oh, the artist? Yeah. That is... Um, so it changes from mm -hmm. the first issue to the second, third, and fourth issue. Okay. Um, the first, I have it written down here. Um, the first artist on the inside Chung. is Jim Jim Chung. Okay. And then uh, through issues two through four, it is uh, George Jimenez. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's Jimenez. right. Yeah. yeah, you did mention that earlier. Which it's both are amazing. Great, great art. Yeah, that that splash is beautiful. During this whole situation, yeah, <laughs> I, I may have mentioned it at some point during the day that the did you know the Justice League broke the. Universe? What? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's unheard of. So, Three times well, earlier. <laughs> from the source wall comes a burst of energy, which they, they make it a point to show it's it's a very rare occurrence when this happens. It happens all so often. And, well, it, this energy is heading straight to Earth. Right. Straight okay. to Earth. Um, it lands, and apparently it's got something to do with Lex's plan as well. Okay. Yeah. You know, oh. Um... Because Lex found out something on the other side of the source wall. And he's always wanted to, but he figured something out. 
But with his new Legion of Doom, he... Which is interesting, the symbols that are coming up there look very much like... Kryptonian symbols? Nope, they look like the old symbols of the old Legion of Doom fortress. Uh, Did, uh, like helmets. Do we think Lex like. Luthor may have figured out that Clark Kent is Superman? <gasps> Probably Do you think not. maybe? No? I think he knows. I, th- I am actually pretty sure he already knew. I think oh, okay. he knows because okay. of the whole Justice League connection. And, and also, okay. um, they he mentions Kansas a lot. Okay. Like, okay. a lot. The Kansas, he goes to Kansas in this. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he blows does. up the American Legion. Yeah. Uh, that which, his father used to be a part of. Uh, <laughs> and which happens to be also have a secret doorway to... Legion of Doom secret headquarters. What? We get the Hall of Justice. We get the Legion Doom. Sweet. Doom Mobile. The Doom Mobile. Yes. Doom buggy. Just a Doom Mobile. No. Not not the Legion of Doom. No. The Sudan's making up words over here. Anyways. We haven't even gotten to the most interesting part of it, Miss Flash, liking over here. Yeah. Um, we got the Speed Force. It's Which is up? tripping. It, yeah, he. Okay, the Speed Force is not working properly with Barry, with Barry Allen, and he keeps on what? tripping while he's running he because the speed does. bump. Yes, yeah, speed bump. The speed bumps. Wow. Um, which we find out is because of not the turtle, but his. Turtle were his source of power, which is right. the Still Force. The Still Force. The Still Force. What Barry? Turtle. The turtle. Okay, so oh. in the in the Flash show, you remember the guy that moves, oh, the, that makes right. everything move very slowly. Right. That Cisco dubbed the Turtle. That right. is actually a character in wow. the show. Okay. Or yeah. the the series. The, and the this books. one, it, there's yeah. a fourth incarnation of yes. the Turtle, and it's an infant. He's a small baby. Under the okay. control of the psychic gorilla Grodd, oh. a member of yeah. the Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom. Nice. So. Which is cool. It also goes back to like the energies of the trees and stuff like that that they got from No Justice, which ended up powering up the turtle, and that's I was thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, Barry <laughs> Allen's cool. tripping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the introduction no. of the Still Force <laughs> kind of made it an interesting. That a new level. Um, how about that Killer Croc? Oh, yeah, that was kind of insane. Um, so, K- Killer Croc was a good guy for quite a while. Huh. Right? I mean, Suicide Squad. Suicide right. Squad. Good guy. Good. Air An anti-hero. You can yeah. see them. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone can see the air quotes, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. You had comments on Killer Croc. Uh, I just said, he, they, um, with the energy that ex- exploded out of the... Um, Source wall and head towards Earth was called the totality. That's huh. what it's called about, and it's an energy form, and it lands on Earth. And Croc, I'm sure we'll see like a mission reference on why he was there and why he ended up going there. And right. I'm sure it's a Suicide Squad time, which they normally mention, but I didn't see anything. Um, he turns into this big monster beast of energies, and they're transformed him. Crazy. He was no longer where he was taking out Mar- Ma- Martian Manhunter and Superman, a lot of the Justice League. The, the entire Justice League. Oh, wow. He was fighting the entire Justice League at one point. And yeah, and he was he was holding his ground. Yeah, it was wow, crazy. And um, 
it's at this point we can kind of get more information on this speed force is failing you know um and then we get the ultimate reveal of the invisible light spectrum what yes. um what is it emotional yeah the, emotion, yeah, the, the emotional little, light spectrum yeah the invisible emotional light spectrum yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. um like ultraviolet corpse is the big one and Sinestro is in charge. Oh yep. boy. Yep. He originally he wanted to keep keep it away so people couldn't use it for evil, right? Or anything yeah, because right. it just kind of just takes over. Yeah. We got and an interesting little flashback yeah. in the, like to his past before he was even a lantern. Right. Um, kind of saw like the lantern and at the end of that little flashback yeah. crashing on his planet or yes. something. I'm like, ooh, interesting. But Very similar background to Hal Jordan. We saw the same symbol that we saw in Lex's huh. little orb yeah. that he's holding on. Yeah. yeah, so there's a connection with um, all of these symbols that are that are being found. Like in the first um, first book, uh, John want, was using it as like a kind of a not a like a like a blueprint for the Hall of Justice, like oh. how the Hall of Justice looks. And oh, okay. it um, was supposed to like inspire hope going upwards and um, towards light. And Lex is like, actually, you have it upside down, and it's going downward, and um, is is more leaning towards the evil spectrum of things. Yeah. And and the symbol is being found like in different parts of the universe. That it's the shape of the, the Hall of Justice is yeah. this particular symbol. It's huh. it's kind of curious. I'm curious curious how they're gonna do it. And um, by the that's a, by the end of the second, we get a lot of information. Um, John Stewart, um, he's recruited by Sinestro force by force. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he ends up fighting. Uh, the beginning, John Stewart versus the Justice League is what I have here. Um, it's Wonder Woman and uh, Aquaman. Yeah, and he kicks their ass. Yep, just a little bit. Yeah, he really kind of holds them up, and really, the, a lot of the invisible oh, specter stuff was happening on that one. Okay, he fought it off, was able to do it. Um, a cyborg actually came in and hit him with this ultrasonic boom of some sort, and um, kept. The, uh, they transported him away. Yeah, kept him okay. away for kind of uh, like hit him with a sort of boom tube kind of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one's been saving their butt a lot lately. I feel bad for Cyborg. He's, He's getting a lot. Yeah. Is he depleting himself doing this or? No. No. He's capable of doing it, but it's uh, just spread thin. Yeah. Okay. So we get a lot of like the background stuff on what's going on and more of the setup of Lex's plan. He's. Um, they are sending Superman and Martian Manhunter into the totality. Wow. Yeah. Because they have the bodies that are capable of withstanding, withstanding the yeah. changes yeah. that are going they're on alien. there. Um, <laughs> and tagging along, which is kind of fun. Yeah. yeah fun. Um, the Batman inside of Clark Kent little snip there. That, that was all like the, the super, the, that was great. Like, yeah. I'd never want that mentioned ever again. Ever again. <laughs> yeah. so, little mini summaries, kind of reminiscent of Inner Space, the nice. old 80s okay. film. Um, Body Batman, and then later yeah. elected, which when we find out about the Metal Wings, for me, it was uh, Hawkgirl. Yeah. Um, was put into Martian Manhunter, and 
Batman was already in Superman, and it was like, okay. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that is um, pretty cool. So they enter into the totality. Old school sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Which is super cool. It kind of felt like like old sci-fi. Here's just like, like Marvel when the Thor's hammer landed, they went into the, the, the Thor's. They had that circle. But right. There right. is a barrier around this giant head. Huh. Kind of, you've seen the source roll. It's a collection of titans and stuff like that. And right. This big head lands on this earth, which has a bunch of energy. Well, on top, in the head, there are a bunch of titans. Yeah, smaller titans. Yeah, just guys hanging out on the head. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't, I, I, um, I want to talk about the next part after all of the titan stuff things happen so if you want to talk about the titan things well they by the end of the week, I get the titans are awoken by john jones um psychically and there was something there there was there was a wake up there um they begin attacking superman and and at some point john's wing we go to four number four right john's ring gets blown up john stewart's ring john stewart's oh, green okay. lantern ring gets blown up and um the Swords Tyson versus Martian Man or Superman. Then we get the full reveal of the Legion of Doom and what they're planning to yep. do, which is um. So currently, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> okay. Uh, during the the fight with Killer Croc, there was a distraction, and um, Lex Luthor somehow managed to get inside of Clark Kent's body before Batman even got in. Oh wow. So he's just hanging out in Superman's body. And meanwhile, in Martian Manhunter's body, we see just this this tiny little panel of the shadowy figure coming up behind Hawk Girl and it's the Joker. Oh my god. <laughs> just uh Big inside old of, grin Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You showed me that earlier. That was yeah. That was pretty crazy. (laughs) I shuddered. I'm like, I would not want to be trapped in a sub with the Joker. Yeah, no. (sighs) With a chainsaw, like (laughs) the damage he can do with a chainsaw. Even with her metal weight. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But that was incredible. That that one that was kind of one of the like. Like, cause I, I go back. Go down. I had missed that it. little blip where he got in there. I didn't notice yeah. that, and then like I had to go back and relook at things. I'm like, oh shit, that happened. Right. Um, and we got of course the full announcement of the Legion of Doom, and um, yeah. I have new names for these characters. Which I we we have a bit of a a fight going on, which I would like everyone in the comments to vote <laughs> which is a better name for each of these people, um mostly because I'll I'll put some context behind here. The last page is um not Lex, I mean Lex, but Clark Kent um his face sort of contorting into Lex's features because Lex is taken over Superman's body right. and He's... Joker has taken over Ma- Martian Manhunter's body so his face is also contorting which I'm sure it would be easier for Man- Martian Manhunter because he can uh, shapeshift right. but they they're completely taken over like the two most powerful members Villains. of the Justice League and 
being take o- taken over yeah. by the most powerful villains in yeah. the DC universe. In the process, oh. Batman suit gets destroyed in side oh, Clark, yeah. and we don't know what's going on with um, Hot Hot Girl. Girl. Yeah, oh, But Lord. I've decided, and then we see the last panel, they're like looking at, I forget who's the one they were looking at. They're like, ah, we're gonna get you. And I, I call, since Lex Luthor has taken over Superman, we've got a new character, Luther Man. Luther Man. Which I I um feel like it uh super lex is more more of an accurate term. I kind of like super lex, but Luther you Man is not family. terrible. No. <laughs> and then um for Manhunter. Manhunter, I I went with the Martian, and I felt this was thematic. Martian Joke Hunter. Oh. Which I, I prefer. I, I don't know. I, I prefer Joker Manhunter because technically he's he's not the Martian. He's, or maybe he's the, the Manhunter, you know? Maybe the Joking Manhunter. Joking Manhunter? Mm. Maybe. Maybe. We'll vote in the comments or yeah. put, your, put your comments we'll on. We'll put there. a poll up on the, on the Facebook. Hashtag <laughs> Luther Man. Hashtag yeah, Martian use, Joke Hunter. Use those hashtags. <laughs> use the hashtags. That's what they're there for, folks. <laughs> Please use them. But yeah, it's that that left us with an interesting little cliffhanger. Uh, um, we're curious what happens. Is it next? No, two weeks from now. This is a bi-weekly series. Yep, because oh. it came out okay. today. So two more cool. weeks until the next one comes out. Number five. Uh, Cannot wait to see. Um, hopefully the comic book yeah. gods will be kind to me next week. I don't know. I can get too many more books. <laughs> I think I have three little books out next week. Maybe I'm not. I haven't even looked. I'm sure so I have please. like Red Hood and the Outlaws and Deathstroke and Nightwing. Hopefully, all of them come out in the same week. I'm sure Aquaman's in there for me, and probably I hate Fairyland and a few other of the third parties. Um, remember, people, it's not just Marvel and DC out there. We have a lot of third parties. Image, boom, which I will be touching on that. We do yeah. t- read some of those series. Yep. I, I mean, I have the Aliens Dust to Dust coming out. Um, Dark Horse. Yep. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dark- I'm like, well, hold on. Is it Dark Horse? Yeah. 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 One little book I, that I'm uh, that I'll be reviewing next week is Amazing Spider-Man number two. Nice. That that one's. Already, I know we just discussed. We're talking that. about third party. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, my, back, back to Spider-Man. Sorry, it's fine. Sorry, <laughs> we're talking uh, about third parties. I got sidetracked. <laughs> They're peachy. Uh, I got sidetracked at looking what I have out next week. I'm like, huh? You, you guys pick up the killer or be killed. It's over. That's then, over. Yeah, that's over. Okay. Um, I also get throwaways, which is um, image, image mm-hmm. comics. Yeah, and then um. Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 will be coming up pretty soon. Yeah, is that who's that Dark Horse? Is it? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, yes, it I'm is. I'm super is. excited yeah. for that. I've been a, a nearly lifelong fan of the Mystery Science Theater 3000 television show, so I'm super excited to see uh, the bots riff on some some comic books. Yeah, public domain comics and stuff. So. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun to see that one. I'm even curious about that one. I'm not the biggest MST 3000. MST3K. No, the word. What is it? Flowbot and. No, oh kidding. my god. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I'm completely <laughs> trolling here. But I'm curious about how they're going to do that just because of the medium on it and how they plan to pull off the commentary on top of the comments. Right. And right. that first issue, I believe they have, is free. They released. Yeah, and it was this week. I was hoping to see it, um, but I, I didn't. I honestly forgot to look. 
It was a, uh, yeah, they had a free, uh, I think it was just a... Preview? Like a preview kind of thing. Um, little, it, it, leaflet-sized book. Um, ash can something, I think they called it. Um, variant or something. Okay. But I'm not exactly sure what the content of that was or anything. But but the second the, the first issue actually comes out, I'll be all over it. I'm, as far as reviewing it on here, uh, yeah. I'm kind of up in the air. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that'll happen or not. But I, I definitely look forward to it if it does. You know what we should do? We should have you read it, and then Ooz and I can do the the, the, the riffing robots. on top of the riffing. riffing <laughs> the riffing. Yes. And we can do it. Oh yeah, but it's it's nice to know that there are different types of comics. You have DC and Marvel are awesome. Uh, definitely. Great stories great. happening right now for sure, but yeah. not um, the only Equally, that I collect from different stuff. I'm doing a lot more variety than I used to. I got Weatherman from Image. That's a pretty good series. I might talk about that. Image has a lot of great titles lately. Um, IDW. Um, with, uh, it was a cringe, but Sonic the Hedgehog is good. Oh, yeah. I got that one going. IDW is doing a crossover, crossover with, with Marvel. Marvel. Yes. Yeah, We're going to see some interesting stuff. Waiting for more information on that here yeah. soon. That's going to be a fun little crossover. Um, DC did a crossover with IDW last year. A lot of Pride-related stuff, which was super cool to see all that stuff as well. Um, Definitely. But, and then Boom Comics is another one. we got the Power Rangers series. Yeah. Um, it's not your kid, you know, your old-style Power Rangers anymore. i got Go-Go Power Rangers Power Rangers. I do collect both those series. And there's just... I'm yeah, trying that, to get a variety of different stuff. And, that Amory War series that's almost ending here is uh, Boom Comics. we got Comics, one more. That one is going to be Boom, yeah. Yeah. Um, Back to the Future, Bill and Ted is always coming out with new ones, and it's cool. just, we're gonna try to do a variety on those too. But we got some really big events happening here pretty soon, which uh, I know All Seas is throwing out some cool. Um, yeah, re- midnight release parties. Midnight release parties here for, pretty uh, soon for the Infinity Wars countdown and the Fantastic Four event that's going on. The uh, Infinity Wars one is going to be on the thirty first. It's a midnight release party. I believe they may be opening at eleven, yep. um, yep. and and going through uh, through one o'clock. I, I think possibly on that one. Um, I didn't get the date on on that Fantastic Four party. It's gonna be that first week of August because that's when the number one of all Fantastic Fours are coming out. Okay. The Return of the Fantastic Four, which I don't care. I'm just excited for the Scott Young variants that are going to be coming from it. That would be the 1st of the, August. Yeah, the 31st. Or the, the 31st. Oh, so it's on the same night then. It should be. Oh, okay. no, no, they have two different events. The first oh, okay. one is the week before. So. Okay, so the 24th? 24th, yes. Would be for the Fantastic Four? All this information well, is definitely week. on their uh, website. On their website. And, don't, on their yeah. Facebook. And the, so that's next week, the week of uh, comics release the 25th. Um, for sure, midnight release party. Um, I'm not collecting Infinity Wars. Um, I'm neither am I, but you know they tend to, to do some stuff for for their customers. Maybe uh, have a sale or something, and, and you know, different things that attract people. So I'm I'm gonna go and check it out and see what's going on. I've heard there's a back issue sale, but hey. I'm gonna get some of that. Yeah, if it, yeah, if, if that happens, I'm definitely there for that. But yeah, definitely check out these new events coming out. We may not be reviewing them. We may pick them up. Who knows? We get um, 
Yeah, we know Ooze won't. She, she's gonna hate. Oh wait, Ant Man and the Wasp. Right, Ant Man and the Wasp and Rogue and Gambit and Legion and Legion. Yeah. But I mean, Marvel. two two of those are over. But you know, and the third one is about to be over. But then they're gonna do a new um, Mister and Mrs X series. Is what the Rogue and Gambit new series are oh. gonna be called because they are married. They got married they when got married. Uh, Kitty Pride and Colossus mm-hmm. got married. Yes, right around the same time. time. Yep. Yeah. Sure. So many weddings. Um, you guys, so time. if you like to, if you for any reason, if you're not able to reach your comics or you're falling behind on something, check out Blomix Staple. It's our sister site where I post about some of our or some of my favorite titles. Ooze and Sudan may be doing some guest appearances on there too, but I I discuss titles like Immortal Hulk, Amazing Spider-Man, Daredevil, Deadpool. Um, and if you just go to Google and look up Blomics, B-L-O-M-I-C-S, stapled, it's the first thing that pops up. And you could go there and look at all the subcategories if you want to catch up on some reading you may have missed. Yeah. But nothing still, so that we're going to keep emphasizing this, nothing is better than the actual Absolutely. And there's no substitution um, for the real Good thing. options are... You know, Digital comics, you know, go to Comicsology, download the books there. Go to your local comic shop for sure. Yeah, um, in most places do hold slot discounts, so get a hold slot. Hold slot's big, yeah. 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 Uh, that way you can guarantee the titles you want. They're usually pretty cool with you. And if none of that works for you, you really need the freebie you're out and a good way to catch up, it'll be a little bit behind, but check out your local libraries. Definitely. Local libraries are a good source. Yeah. They have a nice integrated system now where you can order in from other departments and such. That's how I caught up on a lot of my new yeah, 52. We, we read a lot of great storylines uh, through, through the library a, a few years back. It's a great um, outlet. Definitely a good one, but make sure you return the books in a timely manner. Those library fees are killer. For sure. But Anything else we're missing up on this one? Um, um, nope. I was just going to end on a note. Not quite a positive note like Peachy did last, um, last week, but... Uh, Good quote from Stephen King: uh, "Get busy living or busy dying," and that's where we're gonna end. Awesome! Alright, see you guys next time. Yep. Bye. See you. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this, go to Blomick Stapled and connect with us on social media. Music is brought to you by Kevin McLeod. Buy more of his music by visiting incomepetch.com or clicking the link in the description. If you want to listen to more, find us on anchor.fm and pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. And always remember, a Wu Tan a day keeps the doctor bait away.